All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. This is Leafs Morning Take with Nick Alberga and Jay Rosehill. Now we've got a fight started here right off the bat with Rosehill. 30 minutes of live, nonstop Leafs talk starts now. Got a big-time guest on today's show as well, American actor, big-time Los Angeles Kings fan. In fact, he was in the building last week when the Leafs ship pumped the LA Kings, Isaiah Mustafa. Yes, the Old Spice guy. We're going to ask him about that. He's coming up in about 10 minutes from now, Rosie. Yeah, that'll be good, man. I'd like to pick his brain a little bit about uh, things down in L.A. and where he grew up and everything else. But, uh, you know, hopefully if he's following the Leafs, he's excited as everybody else right now. He's following the Leafs, but he he did text me last night. He did say this is the same team. And I said, I do agree with you uh, because he's like, I hope you realize they're going to lose in the first round. So certainly we'll get to that conversation coming up with Isaiah. I know Jay Rosie feels a bit different about that. You just never know with this team. They do look much different. And defensively speaking is the biggest difference for me. Elias Samsonov, the 28 save, shuttered his second straight donut last night. So let's get over the boards. Toronto 7, Anaheim 0. And the backstory to this game is the fact that I go out and watch my buddy Adam Henrique takes a puck in the face in the first shift, Rosie. I didn't even sit in my seat. I go and watch the game, and I'm like, where the fuck is this guy? I go on Twitter, got hit in the face, saw the replay. And fortunately, good Burford kid, you knew he was coming back. Couple of repairs, comes back for the second period. But you wonder if he should have came back because, man, oh, man, was that a shit pumping or what? From puck drop, man, like that was really, really impressive. And we've talked about this a lot all year, those trap games. No trap games with this team right now, right? No, they haven't been. I mean, 
Another reason why when guys say, oh, it's the same old team, it's just not. They aren't showing any signs of the same old team last year. I know they put up 115 points last year, whatever, in the playoffs or in the regular season, sorry. But uh, they had all kinds of trappings and, you know, Austin Matthews would go get five points one night and you'd win a game and you'd drop a couple and go on a few more. And this is just like, no, we're done with that shit. It seems like they've left it behind them. To shit pump a team that bad, I know it's the Anaheim Ducks and it's not the Boston Bruins, but my God, it was just top to bottom. I mean, it was professionalism. They didn't they didn't start playing, you know, shinny hockey out there. They weren't throwing waist-high sauces and behind the backers. They didn't start dicking around. There wasn't odd man rushes against once they got up a few goals and everyone's looking for their cookies. Even at five, six, seven, nothing. They were playing the right way, playing hockey the way their system is meant to be played. And it was just, just sitting there going, wow, man, this is a hockey team that is, is ready to play hockey every single night. And they've been doing it for weeks and weeks, man. Yeah. I thought it was a real professional victory to your point. Like I, I thought Austin Matthews, like he didn't score, but I thought he was buzzing. Mitch Marner obviously picks up two points, two assists now up to a 23 game point streak, a 15 game point streak here for this Maple Leafs tweet team. 12-0-3 in that stretch. But, like, I felt like they really didn't force anything. And I think along those lines, even Pierre Engvall, who came back from his one-game suspension, I thought by far that was his best game of the season. Like, he was noticeable every shift. He brought some jam, brought that heavy shot. Um, I was really, really impressed with him. Kerfoot, um, Pontus Holmberg, Connor Timmons with three apples. Like, that was, like, the biggest story for me looking at last night's game is that the depth players have really, really picked up their pace offensively. And nights like last night, you score seven times. And it go only, uh, you know, again, only one of the big four scored in the game. Yeah, that's wild. I mean, I'm thinking about what it's like to be in that locker room and part of that team. And I mean, sometimes when you got the likes of, you know, Mitch Marners and Austin Matthews and Johnny T's and and Willie and these guys, like it, you kind of, they throw a pretty big shadow, right? And you kind of feel like when you're that secondary scoring, you're kind of in their shadow and you're not talked about as much. And I just don't think that's the the case for this team right now. I mean, that is the core and the, the star bunch for the team. There's no question. But like you say, like Holmberg and Timmons with three apples last night, Kerfoot and Angval both snipe last night. And we're talking about them earlier in the week, you know, like we need more out of them. They need to be more offensive. They need to show up and they need to be seen in games more often. You know, Austin Matthews, I think he had five shots, but just one apple, yeah. you know, it's nice that they can step back and, and the other boys can like, we, we can handle this tonight boys, because you know, I keep saying like, it seemed like last year when, you know, they'd win some games, it would be this out of the ordinary performance by one of those stars. And it's like, okay, great. But is he going to do that in game six of the playoffs? Like you need a better hockey team. And this is just a goddamn hockey team, man. Like from top to bottom, I mean, when they have a couple bad shifts, you know, the goalie bails them out and stops a breakaway and stops two big backdoor chances. And then all of a sudden they can reset without being like, oh my God, we're down one. And it's just from top to bottom, man. It's just, it doesn't seem like the same team as before. And no one knows what's going to happen in playoffs, but looking at the depth and, and what they have available, it's not like they've just scrapped together some shit behind these big yeah. boys. And hopefully that works. Fingers crossed. It's, it's better than that. Well, just look at the, the last week alone, right? You date back to last Tuesday, uh, impressive victory by Ilya Samsonov in Dallas. He was the major story. I think, you know, in the couple games, like the big boys really, really stepped up. And then last night, it was more about the depth players stepping up. And I think when you can provide offense from the bottom six, it actually opens up so much more in the top six. And we talked about the power play yesterday. It wasn't even a factor. They were 0 for 3. 
coming into the game, the Ducks possessed the league's worst PK, and and that wasn't even a story last night, Rosie. Yeah, and again, I like that even more because it's like you don't even have to give us anything on a silver platter for us to put up this kind of a performance. We can do it on our own. You don't have to give us three, four power plays a night for us to have a chance. Um, you don't have to have your big boys, you know, putting on a, a head spinning performance to give yourself a chance or to have a blowout like this. It can it can happen from anybody, and it can happen top to bottom. And again, I know it's just the the Anaheim Ducks and they're uh, they're failing a little bit right now. They're not playing their best hockey, but they're an NHL team and it's their secondary players in the lineup right now and through that roster that are stepping up saying hey I'm here too and I can just imagine in that room and getting on the plane here and everyone's just feeling like we're we're kind of special right now and not that that should go to their heads but guy everyone in that room should be feeling really good like they're a part of this and they mean something and and they're doing something to contribute which is which is huge when you got that many guys on a roster and they're all buzzing. Speaking of contributions, contract year Michael Bunting, the prime age of 27. He was a rookie last year. We won't even get into that conversation about age. But he scores his sixth of the campaign, a nine-game point streak, two goals, nine assists, 11 points over that frame. 30 games now, six tucks, 21 points, 82-game pace. You're looking at 16 and 57. You look at his numbers last year, 23 and 40 for 63. So what he's pretty much telling us, he's a 20-40 he's a guy. So my question is this. He's a free agent. What's that pay on the open market and how important is it, Rosie, for the Leafs to resign this guy? Yeah, it's hard, man. He's one of those guys who's just kind of come out of nowhere and worked out. You know, he's kind of been that staple yeah. on, you know, the wing of the top line there. And he can he can play with those big boys and he can he can understand how they work and how they operate and he can complement, you know, the likes of of Marner and Matthews and and Johnny and he can play with Nylander and then if need be you know we've seen earlier in the year he can bounce around the lineup and play some other roles too he's pretty versatile and he's just one of those guys that you need where you don't play pay him seven million bucks and he can jump up there and be effective I mean he's he's at that million dollar mark and you don't find those guys all the time and the problem with the salary cap is when you do you're gonna have to pay them the equivalent of what they're they've been performing like after the fact and there's no way that you can always keep the same lineup together when you're having success because the guys that aren't being paid very high which you have to have those guys on your lineup to stand under the cap they're going to be like um i'm not paying playing for a million bucks again when i'm a four million dollar player it's just just not realistic so i don't know i'm I'm that's why I'm excited about this year. Like this is the year where in the salary cap area you build and you build and you build and and you get to the point where okay, this is our year. And then eventually, you know, I'm worried about this team in the next year or two because they're gonna have to tear some things apart. They're gonna have to rebuild and whatever they put together might not have the same chemistry and it's not gonna be as pretty. Like you're sitting fancy right now with how this thing's operating. You got the likes of Geo and and the Buntings making under a million bucks and producing the way they are. Yeah. I'm worried about it and I don't know what you're gonna have to pay them. I bet you you would know more about that as far as yeah. the comparables and everything like that. But it's going to be a hell of a lot more than he's getting paid right now. And I just don't see you being able to, to re-sign everyone that you need to in the next little while. And that's just still uh, like everybody trying to compare and contrast to uh, Zach Hyman. It's not the same type of conversation. As you referenced, comes over from Arizona to your deal, I believe, 850K per season. Like he wants to get paid. I don't care where the fuck this guy's from. He could be from Scarborough. He can be from Milton, Oakville. He can be for Siberia for all I care. Like he wants to get paid. Every player should get paid. I'm actually siding with the players in this type of scenario. So you know these storylines and narratives are coming out in the next couple of weeks. Take the hometown disc- discount, Michael. Like I, I don't see it. 
And I think off the top of my head, market value has got to be around four, four and a half, maybe stretching five. Like every team is looking for a secondary type score who can play in your top six and bring some bite. And then you look at Michael Bunting, like he provides a lot for this team, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. You're seeing him more and more too. I know. I love how he's, I guess he's just a talker and an energy guy and he's yeah. one of those personalities and you see it on the ice. Like I, I want him to be more of that rat, that Marshawn, like in guys's face, like just cocky as hell, pissing everybody off and then burying and making it even worse. Like I like that attitude. We don't really have a lot of that. I don't think you need a ton of it, but it's nice to see when, you know, guys are chirping at our bench or doing something. You got a guy standing there with his fists on the boards, just giving it to a guy. You don't have to fight. You don't have to do any of that shit. Just, just be annoying, be a pain in the ass. And, and he can do all that stuff. And yeah, I, I just, I don't see, uh, I don't see it being easy on Kyle Dubas, assuming he's not fired after this season, which he's not going to be. I <laughs> just that think voice, that it's going to be difficult. He's going to have to make some, uh, he's going to have to make some decisions on far as far as we're going to have to let this guy go and then try to find another guy to replace him. And hopefully it works out the same. Cause you can't just resign everyone for what they're, worth and keep your roster together you're gonna have to let somebody go and try to replace him with another million dollar guy that can do the same job and a lot of that's timing a lot of that's availability i think it's going to be difficult but again that's why i get horned up about this season because this is a season after this there's going to be a lot of shit up in the air and who knows where it's going to fall hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Okay, Rosie, let's bring in my guy, my former beer league line mate, American actor, big time Los Angeles Kings fan. He wasn't in the building last night at Scotiabank Arena. In fact, he was watching his team get shit pumped in Buffalo. It's my guy, wow. Isaiah Mustafa. Wow. What's up, buddy? Wow. You're going to start <laughs> with that. You're going to come out with that. Oh, my God. Had I known this was, was this, I don't know if I would have come on this. Uh, <laughs> wow. Um, all right. Well, so if we're going to go that direction, let's fucking go that direction then. All right. Uh, yeah, okay. I really want to see what you guys do come April, May. You know, I, I, I you know, listen, I'm, re I'm a realist. I know my team 
you know, we're not going to win the Stanley Cup every year. Unlike most of Leafs fans believe you guys are truly going to win the Cup every year and you truly do not get out of the first round every year. I mean, it is fucking embarrassing. You know what I mean? Get a backbone and do just get past the first round. That's all I ask. I mean, I would be a Leafs fan if you guys did that. I mean, fuck me. Wow. Yeah. I come in and I see that's why I brought that man. He brings the heat. And I, I honestly think Isaiah picked this up from all those years listening to me rant on Siri on, on NHL Network Radio, right? Yeah, uh, no, most definitely, dude. You are the biggest king hater, the king slayer, as I, I dubbed <laughs> you at one point in time that I know. Um, you know what I mean? Um, I, I don't I don't know how why you do it. Uh I I hear you say it all the time. Uh, like I said, I'm a realist. I understand the Kings. They're they are going through. Uh, you know, they're building. They're getting character. They're trying to get there. You know, they're they're not the team yeah. that they were back in 2012, 2014. Um, but they're working that way. You know, what I mean, they've got some goaltending issues that they're working on right now. Some defensive issues that they're working on right now. But they're finding an identity. They'll get there. You know, maybe not yeah. this year. Maybe not even next year. But I mean, you know, as they can only get better. You know, what I mean, but. Let's talk about your Leafs. They can only get worse. That's what I, you know what I mean? Like, like you guys have reached the pinnacle right now. Like, this is it. Like, everybody's screaming, holy shit, they just dumped fucking 13 points on both California teams. What? A, well, this is amazing. I can't believe it. I'll go back to 2017 when we dumped seven points in that same arena on you guys, if you don't remember uh, correctly. I'll I remind remember. you. I remember. Um, that Thank happened. You. The one thing I will say about when we play you guys, it's always a blowout. No matter wh which team wins, it's always a blowout. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so be it. So, so that's your read on the Leafs. On the Leafs, you think they're pretenders, Isaiah? I wouldn't say pretenders. I would say this. I'll, I'll give you my honest, you know, non Nick yeah. Alberga uh, <laughs> uh, smack talk. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll give you my honest assessment. I think the team has an ability to go forward. I think they can get past the first round. I think what needs to happen, though, is they need to shore up their defense a little bit more, and they need a lot more production from third and fourth line players because your top line, your top two lines, stout. Nobody can fuck with them, straight up. But when you get into the playoffs, you need that backup. You need that support from those third and fourth lines, and I don't know if they have that. Um, if those dudes are playing good right now, seven weeks before the All-Star break, that's great. Are they going to be playing this way in April and May? I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, you, you mentioned Michael Bunting earlier. Amazing player. I love watching this kid. I don't know what he's going to bring during the playoffs. I hope he brings something strong. If he doesn't, I, I can see him going somewhere else. Speaking of going somewhere else, let's talk about this. If you guys don't make the playoffs this year, if you don't, you can say goodbye to Matthews. It, and, and I can't wait. I cannot wait because he's going to look so good in black and silver. You have Ooh. no idea. You got you got an American kid there. Maybe he wants to go home. I don't know. Now, Yeesh. this is heavy. <laughs> I know. I know. Believe me. But it's going to happen. And I know I know it's in the back of the minds of every Leafs fan. Like, holy shit. Did he just say that? Because I was just thinking that, like, you know, a couple months ago when they were when they went, you know, 0-5 on their on their, you know, West Coast road trip. I'm telling you right now, if he, if you guys don't make the playoffs, I don't know. Somebody's backing up the Brinks truck and he's going somewhere else. It may not be LA, but he ain't staying here. It's funny. You say that actually, yeah, no, it's funny you say that too, because I was asking somebody, I was pulling somebody who's like an insider, I guess, in the NHL. I'm like, if Matthews didn't stay, where would he go? And the first team he brought up 
was the Los Angeles Kings. Why don't you paint a picture for Los Angeles? So what's it like to have the Kings around there among other sports teams? And obviously the night scene is, is unmatched, right? Oh. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you said paint the pictures of, of our team with Matthews. I just I, I, I started seeing sugar puns <laughs> and shit. I, I, I got excited. Um, no, seriously, though. Um, what's it like? You know, L.A. LA is an interesting place. We 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 love a champion like, you know, I mean, 17 NBA championships. Um, we 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 expect champions. But I, I'll be honest, if we don't get a champion, we're not we're like, all right, next year. Like we're really quick to kind of turn the page and go and move on um that's that's pretty much how it is now kings fans are special because we got spoiled with those years with the cup um and so that's and then we came to expect that and then suddenly we didn't make the playoffs for, for five years and it, and it was really like kind of eye-opening and a little sobering so now we're kind of just realists like we see things the way they are and we're kind of back to this mode of of like well look if they make the playoffs that's great if they win if they win out, come out of the first round that's great and we we don't expect too much but we we do expect them to be doing better than they are right now um and i think that's because of our offseason pickups with with Fiala and and uh and and Dowdy coming back and uh, and our team being more healthy uh than they were at the end of the year last year but like i said we we expect more from our team just based off of um you know these these acquisitions yeah. So let me Isaiah, you my seem coast Rosie. Go ahead, Rosie. Yeah, good to meet you, Ben. I, uh, you seem pretty passionate about hey. the hockey, and you seem like you're you're diving right into it. It's great to see. I uh, was curious. You know, we're seeing in the NHL nowadays more and more. You know, real high end, world class players coming from the likes of California and Arizona and whatnot. And you know, I think that uh, you know you started to see that as as the 2000s started to roll on as you know Wayne Gretzky moved down to LA and the Mighty Ducks made such an impact in the cultural you know landscape and whatnot I was wondering I know you played you know football track and some basketball was hockey ever on your radar growing up and, and being in California or was that something that was a little bit uh did you miss that boat no let me tell you how how that happened uh like when I was in high school, I had a buddy who played who played ball hockey all the time, and occasionally he played ice hockey. And I always would see his gloves in the front seat of his car. I'm like, "What? Like, what the fuck are these?" Um, and then he he told me, and I was like, "Oh, interesting." And then I went to a couple Kings with him, and I was like, "Oh, this is cool, you know, whatever." But I, I wasn't focused on it. I was trying to get a basketball scholarship. Um, then I got into college, and you know, I, I played football, went to the Rose Bowl, had a great time. Um, Played a little bit, like as you guys say, I had a cup of coffee in the pros, you know, with with four different teams. But while I was playing with Oakland, um, I I picked up hockey. Just I started playing it just for something to like get some extra cardio in, and I didn't really continue playing it. Uh, I, I I put it down because I was like, oh, if I get hurt, I'm gonna get in trouble, whatever. And then when I was 30, 38, yeah, the Kings. That's twenty twelve when they when they start, decided to go on that run. I was like, this looks so much fun. Like I like so much fun. I want to try this. I want to get into it. So I just bought skates, bought gear. I hired this dude like for ten days straight. He took me on the ice for four hours a day, and he would basically taught me how to skate and 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 stick handle and everything. I mean, don't get me wrong. It was ten days, so it wasn't like I was like you know fucking you know, Marner the next day, but, but, you know, it, I, it was something, you know what I mean? It was a start. So I played literally for a year straight every day uh, to the point where I, I, I felt like competent enough to where I could get on the ice and play some pickup. And that's, that's where I started this like love for hockey. Um, and also awesome. during that 2012 time, um, 
I just come come off of a relationship that was like horrible, you know, like, you know, when you get a bad relationship and you got to find something else to do because you're like up in the middle of the night and you can't sleep and you're, you know, you're just you're crying. fighting the urge to call her back. You, you want to text and you're like, don't do it. And you put the phone down. So I would watch NHL uh, Network like a madman yeah. because that was the only thing that I would watch that I, I was like, oh, man, I'll just watch this because. I didn't know anything about it. So I, I would learn like things, you know, like, and I would sit there and watch it and watch it. So that season, I knew everything. I knew stats. I was crazy. Like, I, knew, I knew so much about players from that season that I was like, oh, now I'm in, you know, like, like I'm just a, like a stat machine. So, and I would rattle off these stats to people and they go like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, what, why do you know so much about this game? And I'm like, well, I watched NHL network like 24 hours a day. <laughs> Oh, and then I also I also met like Kevin Weeks and and Noodles. Uh, I just I would tweet at them, you know what I mean. So then they would tweet me back, and then I got to know them, and so now like I'm 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 boys with them and stuff. Pretty much the same way I met Alberga here. Yeah, and that's the best part about this whole story, and that's what makes this sport so fantastic. Like that's how me and Isaiah initially linked up was through NHL Network Radio. You tweeted at me after one of my shows, and then we became buddies, like to a point where. You were in Toronto filming a couple of years back and you came out to my beer league game and played on my line. Like oh, yeah. that was fucking incredible, man. It was so much fun. Dropped an app. <laughs> you did. He got yeah, an apple yeah, and he, he's just a modest guy. Like you're way better than you give yourself credit for. Love it. Oh, dude, I appreciate, I appreciate that. And I'll, to all the Leafs fans, just just realize it's smack talk between me and Alberta. I'm, I don't care. Like if you guys win the cup, I'm truly happy. For you. you know what I mean? Like I, I think you've, you've suffered long enough. You deserve one. So. Uh, I just like giving this guy shit. <laughs> no, I love that. I, I love the rapport back and forth. Uh, so I brought you to my spot on Friday. So Rosie's coming into town, <laughs> former Toronto Maple Leaf and Rosie. He's bringing me to the alumni box. I'm bringing him to Petty Cash. That was your first look at Petty Cash. What do you think? Uh, Rosie, buckle up because it's going to be a long <laughs> ride. I'm just telling you right now. Uh, he, he'll take you to the back bar. Then he'll take... Then after a while, he'll go like, no, 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 no. Let me take you to the front bar and let me show you what's going on uh -huh. up there. Um, it's yeah. a, it's, it's a, it's a fun place, but I, I think what I say, Ruby Soho, much better. Uh, it's, it's a more chill vibe. You can actually have a conversation in there. You can talk to people. You know, uh, in my opinion, better looking staff. I'm, that's just my Ooh, opinion. Wow. Rosie, Ooh. you let me know when you Ooh. go. You let me know. But uh, my opinion is better looking staff. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Hey, I'm just excited to have uh, options on the table, and it sounds like we're going to have the keys to the city cruising around with uh, Alberga oh, here, so right, that'll be buddy. nice. The king of, the king, of let, king West, they call the kid. Let, let, me, let me tell you, Rosie, let me tell you what I told him. It, I, said, I said, listen, dude, I, I go, I, I have been relegated to, like, third line for life now, in, in that, in that, you know, because I'm, I'm married, so I'm just a third line guy. I'm a role player. You know what I mean? And he, and he goes, oh, no, no, man, you still got it. I go, no, no, don't get me wrong. Like, I'll always wear a letter when it comes to that. But I'm, I'm yep. still, you know, I'm just on the third line. I'm pushing. I'm helping the boys on the top two lines. I'm just, I'm, I'm cheering them. I'm a rah-rah guy in the room. I'm, I'm getting them going. I'm pushing them out the door. But, you know, I, I, I'm a role player, you know. I'm the, the consummate winger. I'm I hear you. I just want to watch your, Nick. Uh... I'm just going to watch Nick work out there. I'll uh, I'll do a little chat and get a girl to the curb and then into the cab. She'll go see you later. <laughs> I just want to ride both your coattails to the top. Isaiah, before we let you go here, uh, what, what projects are you working on? I know you're in Toronto coming back in a couple of weeks oh, for man. a couple months, right? Yeah, yeah. I'll, for a couple months. I'll be out there for, for six months, man. I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. a minute, you know. Um, 
uh yeah uh, about to hit the bed bath and beyond in a minute give me some bedding give me some cold some cold weather gear uh but yeah i'm, I'm working on a show called cross it's based off of uh james patterson novels uh alex cross novels i think you saw there's some there were some movies with morgan freeman uh one with tyler perry um but yeah now it's a series uh it's it's gonna be on amazon um you, you know we start shooting here uh within like a month or so so we're just doing some prep right now and getting ready to go Awesome. awesome. I want some residuals from that show. I want to meet some of your friends on that show. And uh, <laughs> thanks, buddy. I appreciate you your time some? today, man. Uh, dude, hey, Rosie, it was nice meeting you, but uh, uh, Alberga, you know, you can always get me on anytime. Um, all I got to say is this, dude, keep your nose to the grindstone. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. <laughs> what, what do you mean by that? Uh, the, the front front bar bartender. You know what I'm talking about. You know. Who I'm uh, talking about. okay. You never know. You never know. Thanks, Isaiah. Good to meet you, man. Guy's an absolute beauty, man. Like he just brings so much energy, energy, so much passion. Um, and it's an amazing, you know, it's an amazing thing about this game too, Rosie. And we're gonna get to the points about Canada better the day in a second. But like. How much the game has grown even in the last 15 years where you hear a story like that somebody in los angeles um really didn't cover follow you know the nhl or hockey in his life and stumbles upon this game and and, and falls in love with it here yeah for sure it's uh it's nice to see right guys that didn't really grow up with hockey that they come to it on their own because so many of us you know growing up in canada or whatever it's just like party it's just ingrained in you but for someone that grew up elsewhere and fell in love with the game later you always love to hear that stuff and obviously smart guy passionate about lots of stuff so it's good to see he's uh he's jumping into that world right now man and it's nice you went out with him right. sounds like you found a little unicorn too at some front bar and oh. uh Aaron, That's I'll have to tell you about that behind the scenes, my dude. Uh, so we're putting <laughs> you on the clock here. The wrap-up is brought to you by our friends at Points Bet Canada. It has yeah, been a we're gonna very take difficult... one here. Yeah, very difficult start it's... for me. So it's all you, buddy. Hey, you were on fire for a long time, man. You miss a couple and you act like the sky's fallen. But I'll take a swing at one here. It's uh, I got the Calgary Flames playing the Vancouver Canucks. Uh, Flames have not been up to snuff lately. And I think that uh, Sutter is going to lay the hammer down and figure out what's wrong with them with his uh, wealth of experience. So I'm taking the Calgary Flames. I flip-flopped a little bit on whether I'm going puck line or money line. But, you know, there's just no value in the money line right now. Minus one and a half on the puck line. You get plus 40 or money back i'm going puck line seeing if the flames can get her done they're a much better team i believe than they're showing right now and i am fingers crossed that they're going to show that during my betting segment which is happening tonight so let's see if they can get a couple on them uh tonight i think they're a way better team i love this bet and just so you know you win this one you move on to tomorrow and you're right oh for two is not like the sky's falling type territory it's not like toronto in october type territory but i just wasn't seeing the board the way you have the last little while so i wanted to give you the rights to the uh, points bet canada bet of the day today and i like the call by the way i think if you're looking for some juice maybe the uh, the flames in regulation as well how about that love it all right, that's going to do it for that part of the uh, program. Really appreciate you stepping up. The The chat is lively today. A lot of conversation about uh, Alex Kerfoot plus Bo Horvat. I don't know if you saw the statement yesterday with the Vancouver Canucks, but pretty much said, I'm not fucking talking about this again until something happens. <laughs> you ever seen that before? Like these statements are getting out of hand, dude. 
Yeah, guys, seems like they're like frustrated and uh, I can't imagine it's been a great environment hanging out in the uh, Vancouver Canucks locker room right now. But yeah, it just seems like frustration to him and just not a lot of happy campers on that side of the country. No, no, they're not. They're not feeling very, very great right now. And certainly the Vancouver Canucks are primed to make some moves with the next little while. If you're Toronto, are you going after Horvat? Like, would you? I don't even know if Kerfoot's going to get the job done in a trade. He's an expiring contract. But we talked about yesterday. Um, is Horvat a guy you'd identify and say we should take a look at him for sure? I mean, if you can get him, if you, if it's something you can't say no to. But as far as uh, pursuing him heavily and offering up a whole bunch for him i say no i i don't think that uh that yeah. that's something that we desperately need we, we're showing every single day that we've got uh that spot and that role and that thing covered right now and i think you'd look elsewhere uh if you're really going to push something and make something happen i don't think he's essential i actually think the opposite and we talked about this yesterday i'm going big game hunting you look at the contract here he's having 20 goals i think you need depth scoring i think he's a guy who can play up and down your lineup 3c 2c wherever the fuck you want to put him and i you could even play the wing right i think in a perfect world you're looking for an upgrade on 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 uh, gino malgan there on the on the second line not to take anything away from dennis malgan's been a great story this season robertson's banged up but you're looking for depth and even more depth because we all know the story with this team the last little while is uh secondary scoring and offense in this in the stanley cup playoffs right which is kind of ironic because this team all they do is score and and that's the big part of this story as we wrap is this leafs offense is finally you know finding its gear right like it's taken a while to get to this level where they're pumping seven a night but like that's the most amazing and astonishing part about this start rosie especially in the month of november was like they weren't really scoring goals now the offense is coming i think the rest of the league is on notice no yeah, I would think so. They're starting to heat up and they've been on fire win-wise and points getting wise and certain guys uh, showing some big time seasons so far. But like you say, they're starting to put the puck in the net and that's been their, their problem in the playoffs. So um, I again, I just see different vibes from this team as far as their character and their strength and their ability to, to overcome things and to weather storms and not to panic. They seem really, really calm and confident where before they seemed more hopeful and, and almost jittery and it, it's just it just looks different to me and um you know we're seeing games like last night as as a reason why gonna be a lot of fun coming up tomorrow night on broadway msg doesn't get much better than that as you know having played in this league the new york rangers uh they were subject of ridicule for the good part of like eight weeks but they're really starting to catch fire behind igor shashurkin they've won four in a row against the maple Leafs, a 15 game point streak on the line so was the 23 game point streak for Mitch Marner. So it'll be lot to document that game, preview that one as we move forward here. Rosie, excellent job today. You smashed it, buddy. Thanks, buddy. We will see you tomorrow. We got a whole run of these babies coming up. So uh, exciting we times, do. exciting times. It is. There you have it. That's Jay Rosehill. Many thanks to my buddy Isaiah Mustafa for dropping by. I'm Nick Alberga. Thanks so much for listening and watching. Take care. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes, while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all over. Go to oseamalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide.